Hello and welcome to In Search of Tracks podcast. We're going to read some of your mail. My name is Pete. My name is Bob. I'm a mailman for the county. <laughs> Let's go. What's up, dude? How's I'm everything? Chilling. I'm good, man. I'm good. What are you uh what are you up to? What do you got going on? What do I got going on? I uh I'm going to go to Manhattan tomorrow. Oh, nice. What do you got I'm going? Walk around all day and I'm going to meet my friend for lunch. And oh, I think it's going to be fun. The best. Yeah. The best. It is the best. It is my the best. My favorite thing is city days with nothing to do. So that's the plan. Oh, I love it. I am uh I'm jealous. I'm looking forward to doing that sooner rather than later. You know, and tomorrow it's supposed to be not horrifically cold or anything. So that's kind of nice. Like should be cool. It's at least you get some sunshine, so that's good. Yeah. Oh, um yeah, I love it. Uh, uh life advice from the Tracks Pod crew. Um go to your local city, uh whatever size it is, without intention and um find a place where you can get yourself something to drink. Uh earlier in the day, make it you know, a cool beverage or a hot beverage, depending on your, your situation later in the day, maybe you get some spirits or, uh, just something more, a little more peppy, whatever, but, uh, <laughs> go in with no intention, walk around, uh, take it in, uh, walk in the stores. Don't, don't look at exclusively look at online reviews. That's for before you're in the city. Once you're in the city, just explore it. So yeah, sit uh, in a park. Sincerely. Yeah. Sincerely tracks pod crew. <laughs> sit in a park god sit in a park so nice so it's nice. so nice yeah love it what, what are we talking about today what record are we talking about today pete so if you don't follow us on social media you should um mm. you can follow us at TraxPod on instagram and twitter that's and right if you do sometimes we put out questions and we want feedback mm. from you we mm. put up polls and then we talk about all that stuff on these episodes. So we're not talking about a record. We're talking about uh, some comments from the listeners today. Hell yeah. Shout out listeners. Shout out emails. Uh, those emails to trackspod at gmail.com mean the world to us. Uh, your DMs and Instagram messages also are fantastic. Uh, we love you. It's fantastic. Um, it is really cool. I say this whenever we talk about this stuff, but it's really cool when people like the stuff you do. Um, so just thank you from Pete and I for your time and attention. And hopefully uh, we give you a little bit of entertainment um, every week because as the jam say, that's entertainment. Yeah. Good band. We should do that record. I know. It's a really good record. I get emotional thinking about that song, though. It's it's like a perfect song to me. Like, it is. Perfect. Yeah. It's so weird and kind of, yeah, it's just perfect. So, so well, you, you lead the way. You're the, you're the conductor of today's train. Yeah. So, um, we put up, we put up a few things. So let's go through them. And then I got an email at the end that, uh, we got, Many emails, but I just, this one stuck out in particular. So we'll go through that at the end, but let's start. The first thing we posted this week was just general kind of send us your thoughts, send us your hot takes, send us some questions. And we got a few mm. things. Okay. So why don't I just go through those? Let's do that. So <clears throat> I think it was on the monster magnet episode, uh, mm. a month or two ago, we were talking about dots pretzels. 
right? <laughs> yes, we and, were. And uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, our guest, Tim Cronin, is a big fan. He introduced me. And I think you might be a fan. Um, mm, yes. Yes, I am. And someone who listened to that said, Dot's pretzels, all of the flavors are awesome. But the okay. cheesy poofs are trash. Now, I never had the cheesy poofs. So now okay. I'm, I'm curious to check those out because I don't know how you have a bad cheesy poof, honestly. They all kind of taste the same to me. So <sighs> we'll see. Okay. So is your question... It's not really a question. It's more of a statement. He's just saying. Well, is, are you well? You asked kind of a question. Is there such a thing as a bad? Oh cheesy yeah, poof? yeah. And I argue to you: Have you ever had a cheesy poof that is old? Oh like yeah, an expired cheesy poof. Yeah, but that's now, not, that's not know, like you know. I, I know, I know. I'm stretching here, but I want you to think about this. That is a bad version of cheesy poof. Sure. Now imagine cheesy poofs that tastes kind of like that fresh out of the gate just saying do those exist though i think so i think right. there's bad cheesy poofs i think there's <sighs> okay all right and i'll give you another version we're talking about like cheese balls like puff yeah 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 che- yeah one if they are stale they're bad yes. two i feel like i've had some that don't that feel like they're just coated they're more like a corn ball with cheese coating and i don't want that either i want my cheesy ball to be cheesy through and through okay and i think i've gotten some that feel more like you just get the dust and none of the interior flavor uh so yeah and and i say this as a cheesy ball um like casual like I, I like same. them, but I'm not. It's been a long time since I ma- made a purchase of cheesy balls. I'm the same. Yeah, yeah. I like them though. Like if they're mm-hmm. around, I'll eat them. I kind of don't. They're one of those snack foods that are just so easy to eat that I kind of don't keep them around. A oh, because yeah. I'm weird about my hands, and like if there's like bullshit on my hands after I eat a thing, I get really <laughs> bummed out. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. that's I one part, and the second part is just like I know that I'll just fucking house them, and I don't want to do, you- do that. How do you feel about the, um, I think I've seen people do it. I've seen people do it with cheesy balls for sure, but also um, Doritos and Cheetos. The uh, advent um, advent of using um, uh, 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 chopsticks. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh, my friend. I, I guess <laughs> we could Americanize it and just use tongs. Yeah. Um, but you, you basically use chopsticks and you pick them up like you would a piece of sushi. So then you are no longer getting your fingers coated in the dust. I mean, I'm with that. Especially for a snack pack size bag of like Cheetos. Yeah. I think it's pretty genius. I'm into it. So let's let's put that on our 2023 things to do list. Eat dots, cheesy poofs. Okay. With chopsticks. With, cho- <laughs> with chopsticks. Yes. Okay. <laughs> on the list. Thank you so much for the message next one bob's take on the cramps is 100 percent incorrect that said the cramps super fans are as annoying as social d fans deadheads and juggalos okay Let's say so you, larry bob. larry that is larry yes larry i would take a social d fan from 1998 with a chain wallet black jeans that are a size too big with a white 
uh, undershirt, uh, uh, you know, that were famously but really uh, term out of time wife beaters with a white guinea tee. Also not appropriate, but the white sleeveless deep loop uh, undershirt, a size too small, smoking weed with a dead head <laughs> at a Dave Matthews band concert um while while Bono comes on stage and they rip through like Zootopia era U2 songs then the cramps there you Book go it. there's your answer <laughs> I love it thanks for the message we love it <laughs> Next so one. Here's, so here's wait wait wait. Yeah. Pete, have you ever had a dalliance with the cramps? Um, I actually listened to. I texted a mutual friend of ours, Brian Gorsanger, and said, "Shout out, you're a cramps fan. I've never listened to the cramps. Where do I start?" And he sent me. I don't honestly remember what it was called, but I think it was a collection of like the early singles. Uh huh. I just it did nothing. It just. I just don't care. I didn't even think it was bad, but I also didn't think it was good. It just did nothing for me. So, yeah. Yeah. I, um, so, so it's one of those situations where if I'm being in a serious way at their best, I find it to be inoffensive, but an inferior version of something that I can find elsewhere that I actually enjoy. Sure. You know, um, for example, I don't think there's cramp songs that are not a million miles away from X-ray specs songs. Sure. But I like X-ray specs and I don't care for the cramps. Um, and at their worst, they're, there's almost like an indignant, like, Oh, this is not even, this is barely music. It's like so annoying. It's like the, worst version of bands I don't really like worse songs like the the cramp the crass like dying babies whiny like stuff it's like that like screaming babies yeah screaming babies there we go screaming babies (laughs) oh my god it's been so long since I heard that song um so that's where I'm at on the cramps uh I would like to like them um I just I wouldn't even like to like them. I think they're annoying. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, I like. I like when you can come to terms with a band. It's just like, no, I don't even want to like them. I just, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I've I've done the the try over and over. Um, because I mean, I, I I've seen it with friends. You know, I've seen it with friends where they don't like a band or they actively dislike a band, and they try it, and then they try it again, and they try it again, and then eventually it's like, oh. All right, I, I, I finally I catch some of it. I get it now. Okay. Yeah. Um, example, a band like that for me was television. It took me a long time to enjoy television, partially just because some of it was audience affectation, but sure. a lot of it. As I got older, I was like, "Oh, I really, I really get it now." You know, I, I maybe didn't have the attention span for some of what they were doing, and then I grew into it, and. Um, you know that's that's probably the stage dive in me uh, eroding a bit. Yeah, but I I enjoy it. So um, the that one's like have, undeniable at this point. That's a uh, fucking record, man. Like a, a true, truly, truly. Um, if people haven't given television a chance, they they should, especially if you have any sort of 
like uh, any bone in your body that likes punk music, you should you should give that record a, a, a solid shot. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, yeah, the cramps. Not I, you don't need to give them your time and attention. Next one: If you could have a band re-record a record, what would it be and why? Oh wow, um, this is a straight up fantastic question. Great um, question. Yeah, we should revisit this question when we have more time to think about it. Yeah, um, let's let's scroll through a few things. Um, so the first one, for some reason, the first one that comes to mind for me, and maybe this is like, this is a weird one because nobody likes this mm-hmm. record, but I'm a big Oasis fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the third, Oasis, third Oasis record, Be Here Now. A lot of people were excited for it. Nobody was excited about it. Um, the production on that record sucks, but I think that there's like <laughs> right. some real tracks on it. And I think had they not so much like re-recording it now, but had they re-recorded it at the time with kind of a different vibe, I think it could have been a great record. Yeah. So for some yeah. reason that comes to mind. That's a good one. Um, I'll, I'll start for the, the axe to grind audience out there. Um, Black flag, basically. Oh, good call. Everything from my world, Everything. the studio <laughs> albums, all the studio albums. Yeah. But like, maybe I'll take it a different direction. Like those records, the the ideal version of those songs is on Live eighty four or Who's Got the Ten and a Half. Yeah, and they just have so much more um, aggression in the guitar sound, and overall uh, are just much. The the tracks are raw and great. So um, find them in that format and enjoy them like that, and you'll see. But I'm going to flip it and say, what if Black Flag Damage just felt a little... There's very few people who I think are going to cry about the production of Black Flag Damage. Um, I wonder if it was just... What's the right word here? I think I would like Black Flag Damaged if Black Flag from 1984 re-recorded it. They're in a darker headspace. Uh, and also they had somebody in the studio who said, no, no, Greg, you can't make your guitar sound like ELO or whatever fucking weird <laughs> shit you're into. Um, but because Rollins is this kind of rollicking like fawn undamaged, and like is clearly angry and it's ripping and it's good, but it just there's an element where I think that record was darker, or those guys were a few years older and grittier. I wonder how I'd feel about it now because I listen to it. And I think it's kind of romp. I think it's a great record. I think it's a great punk record. But uh, you know, it's it's light. I, I yeah. think I think um, you know I'm scrolling through the like bands and records i love uh and like what are things that are like a a left turn where i'm like i wish they had done this um i got one that's not so much not so much like i want these records to be re-recorded but i just think it would mm -hmm. be interesting yeah if if maiden had re-recorded the first two albums with uh dickinson on vocals interesting like i like i like those first two records just as they are yep. and i like the first singer but um 
I've seen them do those songs live. I mean, they still do, you know, they always do Iron Maiden, they do Running Free. Um, I think it'd be interesting just to hear those records. Had they done it like around the time of Number of the Beast or something, I think that would have been cool. Speaking about metal records, this is actually a good one. All right. Um, what if... Um, yeah. I am curious what the Slayer record, God Hates Us All, would be like if it was recorded in 1991, not 2001. Oh, sure. I think it would have been really different. Really different. Um, I mean, and I'm not Joey Slayer, but like Slayer's 90s era is largely lost on me, but I know a lot of people have gone to God Hates Us All and feel like it's... Is Return to Form a too strong maybe it's, it's because, too strong yeah that that record has like three songs that are great i think but that's that's I, I a lot of people feel that way so um let's see um i think i would be fascinated what would happen so led zeppelin for example here uh house of the holy 73 physical graffiti 75 presence is 76 in Through the Outdoor is until 79. I think if In Through the Outdoor is a few years earlier, if there isn't a three-year gap as opposed to like a year gap, there's a few tracks on there, but the they're kind of in a different space as a band. And I wonder what that record sounds like if uh, if they recorded a couple years earlier. I actually didn't realize that Zeppelin went for that long. Oh, yeah. Oh, Crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's long, but not. I mean, I think they're a 68 to 79 band, but you go through, through the records, like, by 70, they have three albums out. By 72, or by 71, they have four albums out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, boom, 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 hit, 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 hit. Um, and I think their sound migrates, and I it's one of the things I really do enjoy about their later era is that it does and the production shows but i think there are some hidden gems in their later catalog that are kind of obscured by the the overall tide of what what rock and roll sound was going into you know mm-hmm. and uh i'm not even bothered by that but I'm, I'm curious about it let me think of other ones um i'm taking this a sort of different direction with some of this but like a lot of people love the Descendants um, Everything Sucks record, 95, right? It's their reunion record on Epitaph. Yeah. That's a totally different direction than where their sound was going after their last studio album, which was all in, I think, 87, maybe 88. Yeah. And they were taking in, if you hear, I guess it's all, it's um, uh, uh, Enjoy... Even on I Don't Want to Grow Up, um, all's 87, Jesus. They were taking in these kind of like <sighs> new wave, sort of dancey, a little bit of post-punky, but not, not you knew they were never going to go into post-punk, but they were taking in these, these synthy-ish dance beat type elements and then also getting weird and dark. I would have liked to have seen what the Descendants 1989 album studio album would have been um a lot more than i like 
any of their post reunion material. So does any of that stuff hit you? Which stuff? Descendants. Like just post- in general? Well, like no, well, no. I, I know uh, you like uh, the band. Yeah. Like everything sucks and after. Everything sucks, yes. I haven't yes. I haven't re-listened to it in a very, very long time, but I really liked that record at the time and and last time I checked it out was like I don't know, six years ago, seven years ago, and I still liked it. Um Cool to Be You has some tracks I really like, but I haven't revisited that in like ten years. And then the last couple just, I I gave all of them a shot and none of them hit me in any way. Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing for it. Yeah. Um, in the same, in the same breath as isolated, I'm sure I could find some redeeming qualities on all of them. Like, no, this is all right. It's just, it's hard. There's tracks on all of them. Yeah, it's hard because for a band, when, once a band's catalog starts getting really large, you, you have to really seek things, you know? Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Uh, you know what? Um, I mean, real quick, the, the darker element of Descendants, though, like 89, I mean, for me, that's kind of like, it's it's a simple simple to figure out in the way that like, I don't know that it would have sounded all that different from what they were actually doing with all. With you know, all, like, I know, I know, I, like, I agree. Like, like all Roy saves is pretty dark, yeah. and that that has to be around eighty nine or like maybe it, it early nineties. I wonder. I, 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 yes, you're you're not wrong. They start to pivot out, um, but because I'm thinking of stuff like Days Are Blood and Green in the Descendants catalog, and there's this like weird dark SST element. Yeah, and they move out of that with all. They 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 hover in some dark material. But they also play around with stuff. I, I like that all material so much. So, um, yeah, I, I wonder if if they don't bounce to all with the idea of like, hey, this is new and fresh. Like, let's bring some energy to it. Do they do they dirge about in the Descendants? You know, yeah. I, I say that half joking, but also like they had their weird moments. You know. Um, oh yeah. And and I think among many of their fans, that's not the the stuff that they really resonate with. That's not like Descendants All isn't seen as this like, oh, that's one of the best Descendants records. But to me, that's that is the Descendants record. I love it. I love how kind of stark and weird it gets, um, but still has these like poppy moments. Um, yeah, that are really kind of unique melodies um so anyways um there's some funny punk goes metal records that i think if they were like uh the discharge record the the more i see like (laughs) recalculating with the uh producer somebody from the 2020s uh you send them back they could make that record fucking swing oh sure so uh so yeah uh, you know there's a lot Um, there's a lot uh coc technocracy i think could have sharper teeth um and i it's a record i like but wish i loved and there was a time when i listened to it a lot yeah this is a great 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 question um we will do more research and talk about it we should do we could almost do an episode yeah that's what i think i think that i think it's a great one 
like like do we how far into the michael jackson discography do i get like his story like what if they just kind of like reset the ride and like there's a couple gems on there you know i love it (laughs) all right moving on um you guys should cover more instrumental music maybe start with mogwai oh um interesting uh idea i'm with idea uh what are the ones um explosions in the sky yeah that's one it's a good one i like them um sigaros do you like pelican at all uh i had that first pelican record and i liked it all right i I never loved them uh there's there's what's my i i think i'm in a not too far place from you but there's one pelican record i i really really liked and i don't think they're full full australasia um that is their first one yeah that's the first one yeah i do like that one um the fire in our throats is good and i don't i also remember city of echoes yeah i do that i don't think i go beyond there though um and maybe we do that. So maybe we revisit those records uh, and do one for the... That's a that's a cool idea. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple other... Yeah, a couple other very different kind of sounds that I think we could cover. But yeah, great idea. Um, consider it done. We'll do it this year for sure. Which This is similar to the last one, actually, so we don't have to spend too much time. But which record most needs a full remix and remaster? He says, Husker Du Zen Arcade for me. <sighs> That's uh, great for sure. answer. Yeah, Husker great, great Basically, answer. their catalog could be remixed and remastered. Um, hmm. The easy yeah. answer, Metallica and Justice for All. I don't know. Oh, that's lot. an interesting one. Man, that's a really interesting one. Um, uh, I could give you a list of punk and metal records. Um, I mean, sure. Black Flag, you could do that. Yeah, right. Like you know you what saying, I mean? Like, uh, like I will say... Um, Dude, the all- Southern Lord, the Southern Lord blast reissue uh, enabled friends of mine to enjoy blast blast yes. who couldn't couldn't fuck with those records. And it's I, funny I was you say that. Really happy about that. I was gonna say like the entire SSD catalog. Mm. You know, okay. Then I'll isolate on Bad Brains Eye Against Eye, which to me is a perfect sounding record, but the stems on that thing have to be immaculate. Like they they recorded at some wild ass studio. I wonder if that was hacked up. Um, I'd almost just love to hear how full that record could sound. It's a really good sounding record, but like, are we missing any sounds that were recorded with it? Right? Like, that's I'm one that they're probably. That. I've I've heard. I haven't get, picked up any of these new the reissues. Bad Brains reissues, but I heard that they sound great. Like, like they take the sound to a whole new level, and like it's sad that that probably won't happen for eye against eye because sst never lets any of that shit go they really don't like to let go of those things i I mean in a weird proprietary way i I get why they wouldn't but sure guys um let me think outside the the scope um (laughs) no i mean so tell me this pete where are you at on this I think both of us are sort of suckers for the occasional sparseness or amateur oh, yeah. outcome. You know, like sometimes that's where you get the magic, right? Yeah. Um, I fear too often today 
that records do get remastered or remixed and like um and occasionally that's you know occasionally that's uh amplifying something and making it a better version of what it was and sometimes it's um shaving off the sharp corner but like the sharp corner was aesthetically something that we all liked about it and now you you got rid of that and so it's sort of like you neutered the dog yep okay bummer um yeah it's a great question i think like some of those early 70s metal records uh, uh, they've all been remastered and remixed and blah 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 like to death so like all the big name ones mm-hmm. but i'm curious about if there's any deep tr- cut tracks on there um i don't know we'll think it's, about uh, it we'll add that to yeah our that's next a great question too. that's a that's a great one to think about i want to really sit with that one even more than the other question so so next one is just a take uh People who can immediately name one favorite band don't listen to enough music. Oh, interesting. Um, I mean, there's something to that. I feel like you can have a favorite yeah. band, but I also think it's like if you listen to enough music, there's like music for every I movie like kind that. of thing, you know? Yeah, 100%. So um, I don't know. I'll give you the full transparency. Is like having a favorite band that you can just name typically, at least for me, is a is a matter of convenience. Just like, yeah. oh yeah, this is my favorite band. Like, are they, they my favorite band every second of every day? Fucking, no, not really. Like, uh, who cares? Like, I, I love lots of music. Um, I think it's more just like what your perception of what favorite means. Right. Is there is there some sort of monogamous favorite thing here? I, I believe in uh, consensual non-monogamy with my favorite bands. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> La-di-da. Yeah. Some, um, some days it's Devo and some days it's Iron Maiden, you know? <laughs> That's right. Do you love Devo? I love Devo. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Let's let's do a Devo episode. Um, um, any albums either of you love that seem completely lost to time? Blondie parallel lines. Oh wow! I feel like there's a Blondie resurgence recently, kind of. I think there's a. But yeah, Blondie nobody talks the, about Blondie. I think there's a Blondie the person thing, but not necessarily the music so much. That record um, rules, dude. Uh yeah we yeah it really does it really really does um we talked about the cars I think the cars are sort of a weirdly criminally overlooked band um <laughs> I think I mean we just brought up Devo uh, people know who Devo are people talk about Devo but I I feel like it's they've uh. <laughs> There was a moment where they were the crack that whip band, and they're yeah. so so much more than that. But that moment has come and gone long ago. Um, yeah, they they've got tracks on, they've got albums on albums. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wanted to use the word devolved. I just was looking for a different word, but <laughs> they, 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 they've like devolved into this situation where it's like just this cadre of super fans. I feel like mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's like this really deep like deep fan base, but. I don't know. Like you listen to those records and they're kind of like craft work in a way where you're like, Oh, this is just in the DNA of so, so much, much music. Stuff. Right, 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 right. So um, yeah, let's I don't see. Know. Repeat the question. Any albums either of you love that seem completely lost to time? 
I mean, okay, but yeah. the, like there's so, especially if we want to start going in the punk and hardcore direction. Oh, like, sure, yeah, between yeah. We, you we, and we, I, it's there's all kinds of shit that nobody so talks much stuff about. Like that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, yeah. Let's, um, there's these weird bumps in things. Like, okay, do you remember? It was probably ten years ago ish, but there was like a five year window where no one could stop grabbing their ass when they talk about Neutral Milk Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a really cool band. Uh, like that, uh, one record that I think that is a, in an aeroplane. Yeah, that record's very good. Um, the other record is pretty good. Um, that's funny. I have like no love for that band. I tried. I saw Jeff oh, Magnum. Yeah. And, like and dude, I was surrounded by people crying, and I like I was just <laughs> which, which which maybe that like is what why I didn't like it, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. in the aeroplane over the sea has at least. Like four or five songs that I think are very good, um, but but there was a hand up. Okay, uh, class, uh, it's time to to quiet down. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you know, like that's the moment that, that the neutral milk hotel thing. But if people haven't heard that record, I'd recommend that. Um, do 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 do. Uh, Talking Heads, I think, have at least two records that not nearly enough people talk about. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of outside the scope of this. Uh, I've been on a Janet Jackson kick recently. Um, I think the album Janet is fantastic for pop music um, and has some truly deep cuts, though it's ultimately so long that it should be taken out back and shot. <laughs> um, <laughs> a shout out to friend Jeff uh, who talked about the band Hyrax the record not dead yet is a fantastic thrash metal with some seriously punk leanings uh, that even now where we're kind of in a weird thrash metal renaissance doesn't get any chatter, which is weird. Yeah. Um, but that record's really good. Mm, man. This is it's just a, a great question. Um, yeah. Things float and go through different waves. Uh, I'm trying to think of something. There was actually, um, like, sometimes even popular rock music, you know, like. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was just going to say the Verve, Urban Hymns. We, yeah, we talked yeah. about that record. I love that record. I feel like they've almost been completely lost to time. Maybe maybe not so in the UK. I'm not sure, but, like. At least over that here, record is lost to time. Um, nobody's talking about the Verve, and that's a great record. And it still no. it sounds kind of fresh, still. Like it doesn't have that '90s production that I feel like kind of lends itself to getting lost in time. I feel like it still sounds really good. So I don't know. Yeah, um, for records that are like pop records and like stuff that's as things move further and further away, I think they get yeah like. Yo, uh, Simon and Garfunkel "Bridge Over Troubled Water" is a great record. Oh yeah, it's a record you can just put on and listen to, and if you have, you will know songs from it. If you don't know songs from it, you will hear it and go, "Oh, this is this is nice. I I like a lot of this record." Um, it's weirder than people give it credit for. It's moody. It's yeah, it's cool. Um, <sighs> I think the cranberries are still they're maybe exiting their moment right now, but like uh, I think no need to argue. Like a as far as 90s records we don't talk about that that's a perfect record um uh the cardigans is a band i don't think i ever hear anyone talk about and i think that's a great great band um at least two awesome albums uh amy mann has three or four records that are phenomenal 
Um, yeah, there's a lot of good music out there. Like, there's a lot. A lot, a lot. I think so, we're going to yeah. do separate episodes and all this stuff, and we're going to have time to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Good. Damn. How come people went so hard in our questions? I don't this know, is man. Killer. Love it. Um, next one. I need mo- I need more episodes where you two. Sorry, I need more episodes where you two vehemently disagree. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I, I'm with think, that actually. I would love to do yeah, more of those. Of course, we love to just gotta think about disagree. it. It's tough. There was an episode we recorded where I disliked the band who only sings about buses, and Pete was like, "Nah, I disagree. <laughs> love those bus songs." Um, what's 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 been our biggest tracks pod disagreement so far? I'm thinking the Mars Volta might be the biggest. Oh, yeah, yeah, that shit's garbage. Yeah, dog shit, dog shit, garbage. I'm a hundred percent in. You are a hundred percent not. Yeah, yeah. There I, for did, it. I, I was I was in a town near El Paso. Yeah, and I threw up some anti Mars Volta um, graffiti, <laughs> like pissed on the wall. Fuck the Mars Volta. Um, there you go. No, uh, so so you're like a you're all in on Beto and stuff. Like you're that's how much you like the Mars Volta. No. <laughs> I can't go that far. I mean, have I've you ever I, been to El Paso? I've never been to El Paso. Not, you would like not to my less. knowledge. I don't think so. You'd like the yeah. less. You like the less. Um, I don't even. Actually, I, I won't, I'm, I'm a big a, West Texas fan these days. I actually think it's it's on my bail list. Okay, <laughs> nice. Um, like reunion at the drive-in record. I'm not here for it. You know, so there's there's a line that I draw, but um, whatever. <sighs> Do you like Add the Drive-In more than the Mars Volta? No. Oh, that's interesting. I kind of like that take. Okay. Is it close no, Mars, to you or no? No, Mars Volta, far superior. What about Sparta? I got nothing. Nothing? Okay. No. Nothing. Huh. Okay. Huh. Huh. Why? Do you like them? No. <laughs> no, I was just, I was just pulling around i um, thought it'd be really funny if you were like a big sparta fan it'd be really funny i like <laughs> i like that i like the uh movie 300 um, okay. i like uh sparta new jersey uh morris county staple <laughs> um almost moved there uh yeah so so interalia you do not like no the, at the driving reunion no yeah uh this not is interesting that would be an interesting record to listen to and see how bad it is uh jesus christ some of this is really rough what are you listening to it no no no. i'm just reading about it like some of the content wise oh jesus christ what are you reading um stuff uh, about a yeah like uh sexual abuse thing that's oh yeah yeah, terrible to read about Yeah, with cedric's wife yeah yeah, that's awful. I, I'm I'm happy that he was able to express it and discuss it, but man, that's. I think it kind of broke his brain. It's like well, and it's pretty wild. So. I, yeah. I will stop joking and and pissing on this band, but um, that's kind of interesting and and terrible to see this. Like, oh, here's this famous person, and he did terrible things to uh, somebody's significant other. Yeah, um, no, it's a wild story. Wild, wild. All right. Uh, yes, uh, Mars Volta, biggest disagreement. Followed by what, like E Town Concrete or Dillinger, but but even Dillinger wasn't that big of a disagreement on that record. Oh yeah, we were kind of on the same place, but we'll 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 think of more that could be for sure interesting. Um, for example, Pete is really in Scientology. Me, not so much. Yep. <laughs> Just kidding. Unless we have Scientologist fans, 
uh, and we will tell you, give us five-star reviews. We love Scientology. <laughs> and sign up for our Patreon. That's right. Go. Um, all right, we'll make... Th- there's, there's a few more, so let's make it some quick hits at this point. Um, let's do it. You know more about this. I got nothing on this. Is there anything redeeming about post-Zeppelin Robert Plant? <sighs> oh, this is funny. Um... Some of it gets really folky. Um, and Did he do I, a ton of records? No, I don't even know anything no, about not it. Not like a ton. No, no, no. Um, not a ton. He did some, though, like like for sure. Uh, so, so you're asking somebody who is an admitted late-era Led Zeppelin fan. Um, so... So there's the page and plant stuff, reunion stuff, whatever, whatever, whatever. I would say his like solo career stuff is largely forgettable. Um, and the stuff I've really dove into is not stuff I've enjoyed. Um, okay. So, so the short answer is no, not really. The short answer is no, not really. Uh, despite the fact that I still respect him. Um, but there are some records that I uh, am not familiar. Like he wrote like, all right, so I've heard now and Zen. I've not listened to manic Nirvana and I have not listened to the fate of nations. So that's his like late eighties career. Now and Zen is the last one I remember really like, all right, let me check this out. If you look at the cover of it, it is so weird. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. I actually, He's got eleven solo albums. That's that's more than I thought. But yeah, so like pictures at eleven and the principle of moments I've seen in so many dollar bins, and I just I never even tracked them as being like Robert Plant records. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Like so, shaken and stirred. I've never listened to. I'm so fascinated by it. Um, It's listed as post punk or new wave, and I have a hard time believing that. Wow. But maybe we need to listen to this record. Yeah, let's listen to that. Short answer is no. The long answer is maybe you've spurned us to do some listening. Like Pictures at 11 says it all. That's not what anyone wants. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. All right, anyways. Next one. Yeah. MMs. Which one are you reaching for? The I sexy one. The type of Eminem? Are we talking yeah. like or the individual like shady? Eminem? Uh, you know, Eminem's got rid of the Eminems, like the cartoons. Did they? Why? Yeah, they, they were too political. They're re- apparently they're re- they're replacing them with uh, Maya Rudolph. <laughs> she's like she's the new spokesperson for Eminems. Oh, not too, right. They're not doing the cartoons anymore. Oh, okay. Got a new name. Maya Rudolph. Okay. Replaces the brands beloved. Spokes candies. Um, I mean, yeah, if we're talking. They're so divisive. They're really. Div- yeah. I was always offended by the M&Ms, but I don't know. If we're talking about which bag I'm reaching for, um, peanut M&Ms, although I think plain, plain M&Ms are super underrated. I think those are actually yeah, very yeah, candy. Yeah, we're, we're, full, we're full boomers here because yeah. we're going peanut M&Ms and then plain M&Ms. But yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. Here's my thing. Um, if I want like the peanut butter M&Ms. Those are dope. Uh, here's the thing, though. Just give me Reese's Pieces. They're better. Yeah, exactly. 
like they're just better. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones I've tried. I've tried. There's most like the of one them. with a little crunchy in the middle, which like That's theoretically fine. they're good, but yeah, they're fine. And then the like caramel the- one, uh, unremarkable. Like it's just not the right forum to eat caramel in. Yeah, pretzel um, are good. Pretzel are good. Like none of them are kick you out of bed. Um, no, but that's why you go for the OGs. The OGs are cool. The OGs yeah. are cool. A nice little snack. I haven't had. Um, no, I have. I've had them. I did. I think I got. Oh, Pete, this is a good one. You'll you'll love this because I was riding a bus. I was uh, <laughs> in the city for something, and oh, I think I was in the city with my family, and they left early, and then I was staying for something. So I was catching a bus back to the shore from Port Authority because it's faster than the train. Um, made it to Port Authority just in time to run up use the restroom long lines to the bus but i was definitely going to be able to get a seat had enough time one snack at the little hudson news playing m&ms nice a nice little treat yeah it was good um but i i would say the safe bet is peanut m&ms and then you go to plain and then it's kind of a flat line from there yeah agreed yeah. Next one, stance on live albums. Um when they're good, they're great. Yeah. Same. When they're I, bad, they might as well not exist. Or when they're even just mediocre, should not exist. Not even worth the time. Yeah. I'm going to say but, 20% of the time live albums can just be the best album in the discography. Agree. Agree. It's, it's like exceptional. Like Iron Maiden Live After Death is like on my desert island list over I think any of the studio albums. But like, yeah, then you just have those like so many live albums of just like, hey, we need to fulfill a contract. Let's just put Correct. a live album out. Correct. And it's just just trash. Yeah, it's trash. Um yes. I, I think uh, an episode idea that we should do is a um MTV Unplugged at large, where we go through a bunch of the unplugged albums. Oh, hell yeah. Because there's some true gems in there. Like you were just saying that, like, I like Nirvana, Nevermind, and In Utero, In Utero more than Unplugged. But maybe you catch me on the wrong day and I'll take Unplugged. Like, oh, sure. That yeah. Nirvana Unplugged is great. There's it's just some great. great Unplugged sets. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Co sign on all that. Next one, do a Leatherface episode with Eric Wilson. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Are you a Leatherface head? Not really. I don't know much about them. And I don't um, know Eric Wilson, although I know who he is. Oh, so, my boy, so, yeah, Eric Wilson. Uh, he's kind of like, um, so he was like the deposed president of Queens, Queens, New York. Um, yeah. It's like the capital of Long Island, but he was the president of Queens, New York. And had some scandal. Uh, ended up having to move out to LA, and he's he's a Los Angelino now. Um, so, uh, yeah, he would he would be more than happy to come on and do do a Leatherface episode. He's a he's deep a head. head. Yeah, right. um, couple tracks. Uh, he might get upset because he's also a Jawbreaker fan. Okay. Mm, so, I mean, I like Jawbreaker. We you do too. We talked about that. Yeah, but. That's that, a pretty. Did we disagree pretty hard on that? Did we do a Jawbreaker episode? Yeah, we did. Dear you. Yeah, we did. How big was our discrepancy on that? I think I was being nice. You were because I was, yeah. When when you really dislike a thing, you get nice about it, 
I think you well, got because I have to I have to pull out yeah, and be no, like, I okay, know. let me let me try to be and identify the things I don't like, and I'll hammer the shit out of the things I don't like, and really yeah. really be mad about it. But like, it's also not fair of me to dismiss like the quantitative good of the thing just because yeah. I think it's lame and corny as hell. So no, you're doing the right thing. I just like when you I talk try. trash though too. I but, try. You know. I try. Right. Um, I'll be meaner this year. Let's go. No jawbreaker. I think I think we we landed kind of in the same place because I I really like the cop you had to cop to some of the things i, I had was to pointing cop out. to yeah. some of it and you had to point out some of the things that are just like kind of obviously kind of good about it like what attracts people to that band mm-hmm. so yeah uh next one do a red hot chili peppers 2022 album review <laughs> uh, you're daring no. us to a good time damn Maybe. um yeah i don't know that let's i will preview it pete and see if it's worthwhile how about instead we uh include red hot chili pepper songs at um tracks pod karaoke yeah we could do that maybe fun once we start the patreon maybe we do like a live listen of like three songs um next one when are you doing a cinepunks crossover episode i'll do it any day of the week yeah, huge Those fans. Are cool. uh, yeah. Had uh, had lunch with Liam at uh, lunch brunch with Liam and his family in Princeton not long ago. And it was very very nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a good time. It's awesome. You were you were out of the country, or I would have invited you. Oh, thanks. I know. Um, would you do a Faith No More or Jane's Addiction album? Yeah, sure. Yes. Uh, I am a big Jane's Addiction fan. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. Like I like Jane's Addiction enough that I'm like, man, is Porno for Pyros cool or really cool? Um, <laughs> and then you actually sit with Porno for Pyros and you're like, uh. <sighs> so next question. <laughs> I love it. All right, so we have two polls, mm. and then we got a bunch of recommendations, Let's and then it. I think that's it. We'll close it out. So one of the questions we asked was, what genre should we lean into more? We had heavy metal. We had punk. We had indie rock. We had pop. Okay. I would have voted, let's see, heavy metal, punk, indie rock, pop. Mm. I'm feeling frisky. I'm going to say heavy metal tonight. I, I think we there's a lot of the world of heavy metal that we can discover, and you're pretty into metal, um, so there's some things we I think we could dearth into a bit. So 27% of the audience said heavy metal. Okay. 31% of the audience said punk. Oh, okay. 37% of the audience said indie rock. Hell yeah, okay. And Which is not many people want that pop music. 6%. Pop, pop pop music yeah okay All so right. i so, think the people have spoken i mean indie rock punk heavy metal like none of those are too far from each other so no nah, we can do all that stuff and, yeah. Um, yeah yeah we'll stay and in our lane. indie stuff yeah we, we, we got you we got you all right all right and then next one was what decade should we lean into more 70s 80s 90s or aughts so i i know that this is 90s people love the 90s stuff from us um See, I knew that I knew that was going to be the answer too, but not to the extent. Ooh, what was it? Fifty-seven percent. Yeah, people. I, I think there's a lot for us to um, to unravel in the '90s a bit more too. So let's let's do that. But I, I also think and hope 
Um, let's do. I'd like to do some deep cut seventies and eighties stuff too, and and then the aughts because uh, one of the nicest things is hearing about people who've discovered music from us, and I know there were some people who found stuff like the baths from the episodes we've done. So yeah. Uh, always love doing newer stuff and even even like things that got overlooked in the the twenty the aughts and early tens, you know. So yeah, definitely I agree with you. Um, second place was eighties at nineteen percent. Third place was aughts at fourteen percent, and seventies came in last at ten percent. Yeah, so. I, I, yeah, maybe got like two votes. Whew. Yeah. Sheesh. All right, so now I got a bunch of records that people recommended. I said, if you could hear us talk about one single album, what would it be? Okay. So let's, let's just run let's through quick this. hits, quick hits, silver Jews, bright flight, completely unfamiliar. Same Stevie Nicks and Lindsay Buckingham album. Yes. Yes. Uh, vigorously. Yes. Uh, not because I'm familiar, but because I've thought about it in the last yeah. six months that Dude, I'd like same. to a hundred percent. I want to do this because it's, it's an album that I've always seen and just been like, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to that. Yes. And I've just never yes. listened to it. Uh, REM life's rich pageant. Yep. Yep. Uh, REM has got a lot of meat on the bone and I kind of want to do like an REM trilogy, uh, where it's like they have enough music that we could do like their first record, their third record and their fifth record. Um, or, you know, flip it second, fourth, six, something like that too. Um, just to talk about evolution of their sound and like, are there through threads? Like what are the commonalities? There's, there's just a lot on the REM bone and talking about bands who feel like they've been completely forgotten. Yeah. REM. For sure. That's actually true. Nobody talks about them at all. Um, Nobody talks about Life REM. search pageant seems like a funny one to me though. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know that much about them. I think it's a good place to start. There's uh, well, so like you either go like, full commercial era yeah um, exactly i'm thinking like automatic for the people or yeah, uh, like uh, murmur yeah right um documents like probably the big like oh yeah duh yeah, yeah. um life's rich pageant no there's some really cool songs on this record cuyahoga is cool follow me is really cool yeah um life's rich pageant 86 80 fucking six crazy. Yeah. So, uh, I think there'd be, it'd be fun to do that. Uh, nobody, um, playing the, well, you know, <sighs> somebody still listen to REM 14.8 million monthly listeners. So <laughs> they're doing okay. <laughs> but tracks will lead the resurgence. A hundred percent. Um, j- just like we did for pink Floyd. Um, next one, the low end theory. I'm assuming that's the tribal quest record. Oh, it might be the band, the low end theory. Um, it could be, yeah. Uh, yeah. Open to either. Probably would prefer to do the tribe called Quest record. Yeah, good record. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new Cave in record that was called Heavy Pendulum, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm very curious about this. Good friend keeps recommending it to me, so I have to I have to dig in on it personally, anyways. So yeah. Um, Lemonheads, Shame About Ray. Did we not do this record? No, we did this self-titled. Oh, yeah. Um, I would do Shame About... I mean, I love that record. Me too. Yeah, I like people wanting us to do like more than one record from a band. Yeah, sure. I would do yeah. that record. Yeah, I'm surprised by that too. It's cool. Um, mm-hmm. 
botch we are the romans yep uh that's a good one limited familiarity i feel like for some reason in my head you either know this record really well or don't know it at all uh i've listened to it i'm not much of a fan it just okay. like like i was into all of that stuff but this one just never hit me for some reason but i would totally revisit uh why alopecia i don't know anything about this nope okay morphine cure for pain yes i would listen to that for sure yes tool anima um i'm a tool fan this this would actually yeah, be a no. good one where we would probably disagree and it'd be well fun. no I, I like this record oh, do i you? think it'd okay. be, yeah no but it's been a long time so i want to this would be a revisit and see how it holds um much like some other episodes we've done recently like we did a little grunge wave and i'm kind of curious to see like what would be next you know like what are the what like the next wave of things is uh is always fun so um next one nine inch nails downward spiral yeah would do it yeah that'd be uh, a fun you... revisit yeah yes uh <laughs> i'd like to do the fragile that would be like a tough one because it's long but see so that's the big question i like fun I like when we do the big ones and I like when we do the ones after for sure. Yeah. 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 I think fragile is the way to go. Alkaline trio. God damn it. You don't like it. You love this band, right? I like the trio. Yeah. We should do it. Um, There was a, this would not be my go-to, but yeah. What's your go-to alkaline trio record? Uh, My go-to is probably good morning. Um, there was an Alkaline Trio podcast, As You Were, that I believe um, wrapped up in 2021. They did 166 episodes, but they also came back and did an episode. Couple, couple dudes. Um, I think is that Chicago every? Area. Did they wrap up because they did every song, or did they? They just did wrap every up? song. Jeez. Yeah. So. <laughs> So uh, with a lot of little interludes. So if you're a big Alkaline Trio um, fan, you should listen to it. I I've, I don't know a thing about Alkaline Trio, but my friends who do uh, rep for that pretty well. So All right. I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, Isis Wavering Radiant. Yeah, I would do it. I would do it. I like Isis a lot, actually. And this is an interesting record that I feel like nobody cares about. Mm. Um, King Buzzo from the Melvins once did an interesting little article. I think it was in Revolver or something. And it was like bands that broke up way too early. And he cited this record. He was like, this band just kept getting better. And like, for some reason, less people cared. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's pretty fascinating. Yeah. So um, next one, Mogwai, Young Team or Come On Die Young. I would do either. Yeah, I'm open to Mogwai. Uh, guided by voices under the bushes, under the stars. Yeah, I think we need to do uh, Guided by Voices, right? Yeah, now. we got to do a GPV. Mm-hmm. Low Things We Lost in the Fire. Um, Interesting band. What do you know about it? Yeah. I, I saw them live once and they were very good. I never uh, got into the records. I know that the, I, I think it was the drummer, she died last year. 
uh, so that's very sad. Oh, but, that's right. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, I don't really, I never no, really listened to them. I think it, yeah, let's do one of their records. Yes. Yeah. I'd love to actually. Um, Fugazi end hits. I would totally revisit Fugazi. That'd be fun. I think it'd be worthwhile. I've done a lot of Fugazi listening over the last couple of years. Um, dense discography. Sometimes the albums feel daunting to listen to. That said, I've been trying to find different entry points to it. Okay. Different ways to cut it. And I think end hits would be a fun one to do. Cool. Uh, Jesus and Mary Chain Psycho Candy. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Let's do it. Uh, Weather Day, Come In. I don't know what this is. Me neither. Sugar, Copper Blue. Should we do this or a Husker Du record first? Uh, I could go either way. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I like Sugar more, I think. I think most people do. Yeah. Um, Husker Du is such a cool ass name, and there's Husker Du is a cool band who really needed a greatest hits album. Yeah, to congeal is something I've said in other places. Um, yeah, consider this on the list. Pearl Jam Vitalogy. Vitalogy. Um, yes, I would uh, do that. Yeah, I I'm trying to figure out what our next Pearl Jam record would be good to do vitology would be a pretty good one i bought that when it came out and i remember hating it yeah yeah that sounds right um i you know what i am going to suggest the next pearl jam record we do is no code all right after vitology uh which has some sleeper hits to me uh including smile which is not my favorite Pearl Jam song, but it's not not my favorite Pearl Jam song. <laughs> Sick. Uh, Slint, Spiderland. Yeah, any, this is another one. This is, this? I don't have any love, but also no hate. Um, it's a record I bought on CD in the mid-aughts as a UCD find. Like, oh yes, this record that everybody talks about. And I have almost no feeling towards it one way or the other. All right. Uh, Voivod killing technology in parentheses for redemption. Do you know who this is from? Our friend Larry. <laughs> I do. I yeah. do. Um, yes, would do another Voivod record. Yeah, I would do that. Especially one of the good ones. Uh, Leatherface horse box. Do horse box with uh, Eric Wilson. Yeah, there we go. Purple Rain. I would do that. I would definitely do Purple Rain. Wh- what about... What about like a weird like like later Prince record? Not like not like twenty two thousands, but like what is the Prince album? Like I don't want to do the Batman soundtrack, but I'm also saying like maybe we do the Batman. Maybe soundtrack. we do that. <laughs> yeah. um, that could be fun. Yo, like, have you ever heard movie. around that movie the world? Holds up very well, by the way. I agree. Uh, uh, Michael Keaton, um, underrated performer of his time, like for sure, has a few ticks that were tough because he kind of couldn't not do michael keaton things at any role yeah but i'm also saying like he was really good so yeah like oh prince emancipation that's really funny <laughs> all right maybe we're just doing the batman soundtrack fuck it yeah that could be fun scandalous bum, 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 bum. scandalous <laughs> all right song. a few more rem are automatic for the people so two rems 
Yeah. What's the frequency, Kenneth? Can you? That's uh, isn't that monster? That's monster. Yeah. Yeah. I had that automatic one. for the people. Is is that? That's not. That's, that's everybody hurts. Me. Yeah. It's losing my religion is on the one before that, which is I said it before. No. Yeah. What's document. It? It's on document. Yeah. 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 Uh, modern English mesh and lace. Uh, yes, 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 but yes. I would totally do it. Yes, yeah. yes. Modern English is cool. Would love to do it, actually. Uh, Decroitzen October file. <laughs> Somebody knows I'm a Decroitzen self titled fan. Yes, um, it's I been love a self titled. I've never heard this one, though. Uh, I did as a used bin purchase at Amoeba in LA and was it was not what I was looking for in 2004. But I am weirdly curious about it too. So maybe this is on the list. Sick. And then this next one, this guy's relentless. Red Hot Chili Peppers 2022 double album. <laughs> um, been around the world. I mean. We'll do that when they break up. <laughs> complete like retrospective that's gonna be the red hot chili week yeah uh is we do a week of chili peppers only um i for a long time uh would tell people my favorite chili peppers record is one hot minute um which is heresy to the chili pepper fans because <laughs> that's the uh dave navarro record i remember that one yeah yeah um but yo, I still like it. So whatever, it's whatever. Fine. Yeah. And last one, Faith No More, the real thing. I would. Yeah, do it. we should do a Faith No More record. I, I have some dear friends who love Faith No More, and I've never felt that passionately towards them. But it's sort of the thing where I've never given their deep cuts a chance, and I'm curious to see if I'm pulled in or pushed away further. Yeah, I'd be interested too. That'd be fun. And then the last polling question, Bob. We'll close mm. with this. I asked how many people prefer in search of snacks over in search of tracks. Mm. And guess what the answer is, Bob? Uh, 70% prefer snacks. On the nose, man. Yeah. Here's the thing. So we're never going to do We're never going to do any of these episodes. Yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, you should ask for suggestions on snacks. The person who asked the <laughs> M&M question is the only one who's in on it. Um, here's the thing. Music's hard to like. Snacks, easy to like. Easy. In search of snacks, it's 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 an Eddie <laughs> Murphy skit. I've got snacks falling out of my pocket. Um, <laughs> in search of tracks, gotta go flip some stones. You gotta really look for them. Snacks, they're everywhere. Great snacks. Yeah. Um. I I, I mean, look, man. Like uh, sometimes I'm slow on sa- snacks. Sometimes I'm super fast. I only discovered Takis like two years ago like i'd never had a taki before um i don't even good. know what a taki is dude they're little chips they're savory snack you could be into them oh um, i'm in but, but they're now. a little daunting because some of them are like blue and weird colors Ooh. so i'm like eh. but they're sort of like um a cross between a cheeto type thing and like a bugle huh yeah but they're cool uh better than what that description sa- sounds like um but like, there's so many snacks out there. We've got a whole world to unravel. Like, I don't even think I've ever talked about Drake's cakes on here. Do you know how much I love Drake's cakes? No, we could have an episode on that. Do you know what Drake's cakes are? 
I do, yeah. Okay, ring dings. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, devil dogs. That whole genre, yeah. Devil dogs. Um, uh, I believe we had a mutual friend who, another mutual friend, and I started calling devil dog. Um, partially because I just love devil dogs. I love <laughs> love them. Like, give me a glass of milk and some devil dogs, and I'm like, cool, thank you. Like, like five star review for you. Um, their logo is that cool duck. I oh, have yeah. written email when I moved to California. I emailed Drake's Cakes to see if their products <laughs> were available. Not available outside of the Northeast. Maybe you get summoned Northern Virginia, but that's it. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, um, they went out of business and were purchased by Hostess. Brought the band the brand back. I was happy about that. That's why you came back to the East Coast. Sometimes you learn a lot about yourself when your favorite <laughs> snack cake goes unavailable. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Fall.